0: Hello and welcome back to the Bober Academy football podcast. I'm Chris Bober. I am the founder of the Bober Academy, where our mission is to train and develop superior alignment to dominate on the gridiron. As a reminder, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever you find your podcast, click the subscribe button to be notified. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, click the little subscribe button down on the bottom and also the notification bell. And anywhere you're finding this on social media, please feel free to like, share, comment, retweet. We would love to get your feedback. So this is um, kind of an in-between podcast between our Building Alignment series that w- took place all during the offseason, and then we'll, we are doing our podcast with the Alignment uh, of the Week and Tip of the Week, and um, we have great Saturday recovery sessions with Midwest Movement. Those will be during the season. But today I wanted to talk about the inner game of football, right? We're going to talk about winning the battle on the gridiron. And for you coaches out there, for you players out there, how often do you have it where You either have coached a player or you're a player yourself and you do everything great in drills. Um, You come to like the Bober Academy summer school and I teach you all this great stuff. But then when you get into the game, you kind of freak out, right? The pressure ever gets to you and you end up thinking too much. And when you think it really slows you down and it makes it hard to compete and to win. So I am going to, and I had this happen to myself right? I remember when my when I was playing for the Giants, I was a se- starting center. I had that position down. All of a sudden, three weeks into the 2003 season, they said, you're starting a right tackle. Well, the pressure got to me. And the third play of the game, I gave up a sack, a Monday night football. And it was a highlight on Center that night and all during the next day. And I realized what happened is I was thinking too much. I wasn't playing with a clear head. And what I've learned since then, what I've learned in studying and coaching and training and developing players is that you have to win the mental battle. You have to have a clear mind. Now, where I learned a lot of this and the book, what I'm going to refer to as a lot of source of a lot of this information is a book called The Inner Game of Tennis. And it seems kind of odd to have a, a football player talking about a tennis book here, but this book is written in 1974 and it's been, been a a guideline for so many players and coaches on just teaching the mental aspect of competition. It's written by Timothy Galloway. Um, you probably heard some of these athletes talk about it. Pete Carroll refers to it a lot. Um, of course, he's won a Super Bowl. Uh, Steve Kerr, you know, he learned about this from Phil Jackson and he uses this mental approach to win the mental battle and teaches players how to win the mental battle. Also, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, after he won Super Bowl, 51. They were down 28 to three, and he had the, the the presence and kept a clear head and brought them from the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history to win that game. And it was a comeback for the ages. And after that game, he wrote, every game is composed of two parts, an outer game and an inner game. The former is played against opponents and filled with lots of contradictory advice. The latter is played within the mind of a player, and its principal obstacles are self-doubt and anxiety. And he quoted that from the inner game of tennis. He put that on his his Instagram page right after the, or very shortly after the Super Bowl. And it's something that he really believes in too. So players at the highest level, when they compete, they know how to have the proper mindset. Okay, so let's talk about the inner game of tennis. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you kind of um, my takeaways from the book. And I'm going to give you, whether you're a player or a coach, a, a way, a very simple way to go out and execute versus the competition and to really take all the practice you've done and then let it show out there when you're competing. So now in the game of uh inner game of tennis, one of the greatest quotes that I like from this book, he said, and this talks about the mentality and focus of competition. And a quote that from this book says the ability to focus the mind is the ability to not let it run away with you. It does not mean not to think, but to be the one who directs your own thinking. Now this this gentleman in this book, this uh is timothy galloway he comes out and tells a story he was a tennis instructor and people paid him to teach them how to play tennis and i kind of relate to it because people come and, and they pay me to help them play offensive line and, and the understanding of this book has really changed um how i teach right so he's a tennis instructor and he would have all these drills heaviest players do but then when he would get out there on the tennis court he would serve them a ball or toss them a ball and they would do something and he'd give them a correction. And then they would try to correct it and they mess something else up. Then he tried to correct what they messed up and they mess up something else. And what he came to realize is that these people were thinking too much, right? They He had an epiphany during this and he said the singular focus, our focus needs to be more singular than trying to think about all the activities and the right way to hold the the racket, the right way to swing, the right level, the right feet, the right body positioning. If you're thinking while you're competing, then you're going to lose, right? And this changed the way that he taught. And what happened is he had a player come in and this player, um, he did all these drills and in drills, they did it perfectly. But then when they went out to play tennis, he started messing up. He couldn't hit the ball in the middle of the racket. And what he had them do is he told them, okay, you want to hit low to high. So you put top spin on the ball and it lands on the opposite court. Well, they tried doing that and they messed something up. Then he messed something else up. And he was just very frustrated because the more he tried to coach this, this person, the worse they did. So one day he finally says, okay, here's the deal. I'm coaching you too much. I want you to just focus on the ball. Right. And he would have them stand there and he would serve or throw the ball to them and they wouldn't try to hit it. They would just watch it. And then we just focus on the ball. And he says, okay, now that you see the ball, focus on the seams of the ball. You know, the tennis ball has those little seams on them. Try to pick those out and just watch where they go. And he served the ball several times to them. And then he said, okay, now hit the ball. And they hit it perfectly. And there are some great lessons in there about clearing your mind and just performing. And... He realized that we go about competition the wrong way, especially as coaches. We try to coach our guys up during games, during competition, and what happens is they end up thinking too much and messing up. It really messes with their minds. So, here's my three takeaways from this book, and then I'm going to relate them to football and how you can use these as a football player, especially an offensive lineman, but any player on the field and any player in any sports. Okay, so the three takeaways I got from this, and, and this is from you know the inner game of tennis, is he realized that we have two selves. We have a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. And he calls them self one and self two. And the conscious mind is what, what we tell ourselves to do, right? Like throw the ball this way, step like this, punch like this, um, swing like this. And the more we tell ourselves to do it, our mind to our body, there's it's pretty darn fast, but there's a delay in there because we're trying to learn it and your body doesn't do it very well. And... There's also self too. This is your unconscious mind. This is what the mind automatically tells your body to do. And he related it to thinking about, you know, um, breathing and your heart beating, right? Your mind is telling your body to do those things, but it doesn't have to consciously tell them to do it. And when it comes to a, a learned skill, he compared it to walking, right? When, when a child learns how to walk, they just basically keep on doing it until they figure it out. And once they figure it out, you never think about walking right get up and walk around you don't think about taking one step then the other step and shifting your weight it's a learned skill and your body unconsciously does it so he also says that self one our conscious mind is compared to about a 10 cent computer like a like a, a calculator an analog calculator that can add subtract divide and multiply where our unconscious mind is like a multi-billion dollar computer they're like a computer at nasa right and It can do so many things, but it takes it even beyond that because the the biomechanics and how our mind and body works unconsciously is something that science has never been able to replicate and probably will never be able to replicate. So, you know, he says you have to quiet self one, quiet your conscious and telling your body what to do and rely on self two, your unconscious. And you think about players who have had amazing performances like Michael Jordan, when he had that game, when he had the flu he played unconscious. They were out of their mind, right? And what he was doing is he was quieting and not telling himself what to do. He was just playing. He was playing on feel. He was playing on all those years of practice and just let it go and performed amazing. And you see this happen in some of the best performances in sports. So takeaway number one is you have to quiet your conscious mind and allow your unconscious mind to open up and then you'll see things more clearly, you'll perform, and you're, you'll be a lot calmer. All right, take takeaway number two. In order to allow your unconscious mind, self to, to operate and unconsciously and do things without thinking, you have to practice your skill, right? And I, this is the way I coach. I have a progressive style of coaching for my linemen. And what I'll do is I'll introduce them to the most basic steps, like taking your first step, having a good target. Okay, now take your second step. Now strike, now drive. And I'd start slow and I let the body figure out how to do it. I give them instructions. And then at the end, I just tell them to block and they do it just like I coached them. Well, it's only because I taught them how to, I taught them how to practice that skill and they get it down. And what I tell my guys um, is I want you to have confidence in the technique that I'm teaching you so that you can go play on, on the gridiron without having to think right? To naturally do it the proper way because you practice it so much. So you can't just assume that you can do something unconsciously if you haven't practiced it. This is why, um, off-season training is so important. Individual, individual drills in practice, practice doing stuff after practice. I, I, I have several things out there that teach guys how to over and over daily, do their, their run steps, do their pass sets so that when you, go out there and compete. Your body can do it unconsciously. And that progressive way of of teaching that allows them to then compete and not have to worry if they're doing it right or wrong. Now, the third takeaway I have on here, and this ties in so much to what I teach, is you need to have laser focus, right? And when you're competing, um, having a target is, is the biggest thing and the number one thing that I teach my guys as offensive line plays. And what Timothy Galloway has learned, and what he teaches is that when you're competing, you need to have two cues. One of them needs to be an, a visual cue. And the other one needs to be um, an audio or rhythm kind of cue. And in tennis, the, the the visual cue is the seams of the ball. Just see the seams of the ball and hit it. And the audio part in that sense, because it's um, there's no really um, cue cue. In tennis, you have to give yourself a cue. And he had like a rhythm that he would talk like ding dong or bingo. And that just got them going um, of, of understanding. The, and he would have them say it out loud until they can do it unconsciously. So in order to have this focus, you need to just focus on one thing and, and then let your body, your subconscious mind control your body to do what you've been practicing and what you've coached to do. If you go out there and try to perform a complex motion, like a pass block, and you tell yourself to set at this angle, to have your hands like this, to stay square, to keep your head out, and whatever it is your coaching points are, well, consciously you can't do all those things at once. But if you practice those and you have a focus, you can unconsciously do them and perform at a very high level. So you're probably thinking, what the heck does this have to do with sports? What the heck? I mean, this is all great and everything, but I want to be able to block my guy. I want to be able to catch the ball or hit the ball or whatever it is you do in your in your sport. So I'm going to relate this directly to offensive line play. And this is what I teach my guys at the end of the summer, right? We practice all summer. And then the last session is spent on understanding the mentality of competition. And I explained to them is you guys can't think while you're playing. You have to play unconscious, but you can't just be willy nilly out there. So I teach them two things. You want to have number one, a visual target, right? So on every single play, And if you've watched any of my stuff, I got I got videos on CoachTube, it's on YouTube, everywhere I put stuff out there, I always start with the target. And what I say is in practice, you're gonna work on all your steps, your punch, angles, stuff like that. In a game, you're gonna go up to the line of scrimmage. And once you have surveyed the field, once you know your assignment, your singular assignment, you're gonna I get I help them understand which target to pick, but put your eyes on that target and lock in. Like you literally do not have to look at anything else. The second thing you do, you lock in and then you just listen for the snap count. And that's your audio cue, right? So think about this. I'm an offensive lineman and I go up to the line of scrimmage. And the guy across from me, I have a man on man and pass blocking. And I teach to have an inside target so you maintain that inside leverage. The inside two thirds is what I call it. So the target is the inside number of the defender right across from him. Go up there, get your calls out, make sure you know what's going on. But once you know your your assignment, you're gonna lock on that target and then you're gonna shut everything else out except for the quarterback's cadence. You know, sometimes you do a clap, so you might listen for the clap, but listen into the cadence, look at your target and block it. That's it. Don't take the right step, don't take the right punch, don't take anything. Just literally block your target, right? And because I give you the proper target, if you take your eyes to your target and you either stay there or you attack it, you're gonna make your block. And the rest of the coaching points that that your coaches and I gave you, you're going to unconsciously do them because you practice them so many times. So this is an amazing tool, right? If you want to learn how to compete because you can shut out all the BS of the fans, the referees, your other players, you are out there to perform your job. Go to the line of scrimmage, look at your target, block it, right? Lock on your target. When when the ball is snapped, boom, I'm going to go hundred percent to block my target until I hear the whistle. After that play, I'm going to go back to the huddle and I'm going to get back on the line of scrimmage. I'm going to do it again. Now, a couple of tips about this. Number one is you have to be able to take it play by play, right? You cannot dwell on the last play. You know, sometimes you want to want to go up there and we try to think like, Oh gosh, I, I went too far or my hand wasn't right here or my head was wrong. Get you want to be very, very careful about giving yourself too much feedback, right? Learn from what happened on the play before. For example, if the guy gives away a certain movie he's going to do, but what you don't want to do is you don't want to coach yourself during the game, right? Now, when you go to the sidelines, you might have a, a cue to think about. But then once you get back on that field, you are going to get your target, listen for the count, and go attack it, right? You're going to block your target. The other fee- the other um, tip I have for this is for coaches, right? Guys, don't overcoach your guys during the game. Now, of course, assignments and things like that, you want to make sure that, hey, listen, last time this guy blissed, be able to look out for it. Or you need to go farther on this play, whatever it might be. But be very careful about trying to give them too much during the game because then they become overwhelmed and they start thinking too much. Remember, you don't want to be thinking out there, you want to be playing unconsciously. That's why, if you teach them the proper target, they block their target, they achieve their block. So, as a recap, to go out and compete at a high level, you need to get out of your own way, you need to stop talking to yourself and coaching yourself during competition. That's what film sessions are for. That's what practice is for. When you compete, if you want to compete at the highest level, you have to quiet your conscious mind, quiet self one, and allow self two to take over. You can do that if you practice right and if you have your mind right. Then you can go out there and play with 100% confidence, play by play. And if you do that, I promise you that your competition level will go way up. Your nerves will go way down and you will just find a piece. Everything will slow down. You'll see things better and you'll have a lot more success. So remember, players, get the line of scrimmage, find your target, listen for the snap count, go block it. Coaches, get out of their way, right? Teach them how to do that in practice. Then during the game, let them compete and let them give 100% and let them play unconscious. It's going to be the best thing that you can do. All right. So that's my take on winning the inner game of football, um, how to win the mental battle on the gridiron. Remember, I played at the highest level, started games at every position in the NFL on the offensive line, and 90% of success is mental. And if you can teach your guys how to do this as players, you can adopt this. You're going to go out there. You're going to have a great time this fall on the gridiron. So that wraps it up for us. Uh, Look forward to uh, a lot more information and a lot more podcasts, videos, tips coming out during this football season. Um, If you want to find more information about what we do, go to boberacademy.com. You can find us on YouTube. We have tons of videos out there. Um, coach tube i do have a, a series out there my next series is about to come out about zone blocking um and as a reminder you know if you're wa- listening to this podcast click the subscribe button if you're watching this on youtube you know subscribe to our channel it really helps us out give us some feedback some comments we'd love to have them i, I love interacting with people about football and then of course on social media um follow us like us retweet comment um, all the things that they do on social media so thanks again for joining us on the bober academy football podcast i hope this podcast really Uh, resonates with you. This is something you can listen to every week before you go out and compete. And I promise you, if you can learn how to have the proper focus and mental attitude, you can go out there and be very successful. So thank you so much. Good luck on the gridiron this week and every week this season. Hit me up if you need anything. Have a great day.